Yo, what's good? Welcome back to Health Hacks. This is episode number 125. The election is going on today. I am not necessarily going to talk about that. I just want to say that for reference purposes when I come back to listen to this episode in a couple months. Then I'll just know about what is about to happen and yeah all that not sure who's going to win it is pretty close and even though i have said many times i don't really care who wins i only care in the sense because i know it will make certain people happy especially my family members if a particular side wins but personally i don't believe it will have much effect on my life and many successful people I follow have the exact same opinion. They don't believe that the person that is in our office will have a change on the personal life. Your success is determined by you, not by the government, not by who's in office, not by anybody else, just you. The main thing I want to talk about, uh, by the way, I just mentioned that, is because it is entertaining. I'm not going to lie. It is entertaining. And I am curious to see because it is entertaining. It is entertaining. I view it as entertainment. But eh, it is what it is. Whatever. So the main thing I wanted to talk about today was as I was driving today, I was listening to another Joe Rogan podcast with like a researcher, nutritionist, Doctor, I'm not sure exactly his qualifications, but he seemed like a smart guy. I didn't listen to the entire interview or the entire podcast, but I listened to most of it. And he basically emphasized the importance of a carnivore diet and the importance of meat and how our ancestors ate a lot of animal product. One of the first sentences he said, or I think Joe Rogan might have actually said it, that really sparked my curiosity is that the majority of plants are not edible. There's only a few plants that are edible and those are the plants that we eat. But pretty much all animals are edible. And the reason why this is important is because all, all animals are edible so we can eat them but many plants have chemicals or mechanisms inside of them that poison us if we eat them which according to him leads to the thinking that maybe we should focus more on animal products to eat because that is what our ancestors have done and Maybe they'll be better. During the podcast, many times he referred to as the best thing to eat is what our ancestors have ate and evolved. And I definitely see why that might be a valid point. But at the same time, I don't think our ancestors were perfectly healthy. I get, I do get the point of view that we should exercise because that's what our ancestors done and we should eat whole foods because that's what our ancestors have done and we should um, 
try to live in our natural habitat or do what we evolved to do, like participate in activities and eat foods that we evolved to do and avoid foods that were not um, in a, our evolutionary cycle. So sugar and processed foods were not in the, did not exist when we evolved. So we should stay away from them and whole foods and doing physical activity, not being sedentary is something we should engage in because it is part of our evolution. So I definitely get that point of view. But at the same time, I don't really personally believe that everything our ancestors have done or consumed necessarily is the best for optimal health or is the best to live a healthy lifestyle. Because, for example, I'm not sure if this is true, but if our ancestors smoked, maybe not weed or cigarettes, but smoked anything, or, okay, maybe a better example is when our ancestors, when they made fires, maybe they inhaled the smoke from the fire, but nobody who is in health would ever advocate to inhale any kind of smoke. And even though some things are not natural or artificial, such as many medicines or pills to lower blood pressure, or especially, maybe that's not the best example, but pills that are supposed to help you with unique diseases like epilepsy or like, I can think of any disease right now. Okay, I, I, this might not be the best example, but glasses, right? Those, that's not natural, that's not something our ancestors had, but it does help you. It does enhance your life. I guess that is not directly health related. Okay, but sunglasses, for example. Our ancestors, when they grew up, they did not have sunglasses, but it does, having sunglasses does protect your eyes and it enables you to have healthy eyes for longer. So even though sunglasses are not something that our ancestors Wearing sunglasses is not something that our ancestors participated in. It is key to keep your eyes healthy and sustain your eyes for a long period of time. The point I'm trying to make is, yes, we do need to consider how our ancestors lived and how they evolved. And because our ancestors did a bunch of physical activity and they weren't hunched over on a desk eight hours a day. That's not natural. Um, sitting around is not natural. You should move more. I agree with that. Eating whole foods is better than eating processed. Yes, I agree with that. But I don't necessarily believe that just because our ancestors did it, um, tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of years ago, it automatically means that we should participate in the exact same activity. That's my point of view. That's what I think. So many times when he referred to the best thing to do, he referred to what our ancestors have done. And again, I usually see where he's coming from and there are definitely times where I agree with him, but I don't think necessarily that is always the best case scenario. But that is the side note. What I really wanted to talk about and consider is that I feel like, I believe that if you're to listen to this podcast, or if most people were to listen to 
this podcast where he basically encouraged having a animal-based diet, which he basically goes on and on on how nutritious all animal, like not many animals are, especially the organs, the liver, like eating the animal from head to tail, eating the entire animal. Many He talks about how many indigenous people in different parts of the world, they eat the entire animal, they eat the organs, they buy all the eat, basically the entire animal from head to toe or head to tail, as he says it. And many parts within the animal, particularly the liver and did he say gallbladder? I don't know, maybe other other products, I forget. The stomach, other other organs within the animal are extremely nutritious and you can get all your vitamins and all the nutrients from eating animal products, from eating the entire animal. And he also said with plants, you can't get your entire vitamins. You, you can't get B12, he also named a bunch of other nutrients you can't name. I think he said kerosene, but a bunch of other vitamins I forget. So he basically says animals are necessary, plants are not extremely necessary. They're good to have, but they're not extremely necessary. And yeah, he just talks about the benefits of animal-based diet and how we're being misled to believe that animals are bad and we should focus more on plants and less on animals. And if you were to listen to a a podcast or the episode I've made, I think about a month ago, I'm not exactly sure, but I talked about how I listened to a different Joe Rogan podcast one, by the way, yes, I do listen to Joe Rogan a lot, but yeah, I listened to a different Joe Rogan podcast regarding the person who made the documentary of Game Changers, which is basically, put simply, it is a pro-vegan documentary. And the documentary basically talks about the all the benefits of veganism and being plant-based and moving as close to possible to 100% plant-based diet. And even though some meat is in, um, some meat is okay. It's better to have as much plants as possible. And the documentary also mentioned, and I feel like I mentioned as well in the podcast that I made a month ago, that even though plants don't have B12, we can supplement with B12 just by taking a pill. And that is actually what most animals do. They need to be supplemented with a pill of B12. And the thing that I remember pretty vividly is if you watch the documentary I talked about a month ago with the person who made the Game Changer documentary, which again is pretty simply put, a pro-vegan documentary. Um, Joe Rogan didn't interview that guy. He also he interviewed um, that guy, the person who made the vegan documentary, with another guy that was basically criticizing that documentary. So that was the debate between them. And when I made the episode, I remember vividly saying that, listen, people are going to tell you different things. There's going to be different diets. And even though they're arguing, 
90% of what they're saying is like in agreement. They do agree on most of what they're saying. And the interesting thing was the guy that made the Vigor documentary pretty much crushed all the points and all the statistics or all the quote-unquote facts or all the beliefs or the pointers that the guy who's criticizing his documentary had. So the guy who was criticizing the documentary uh, criticizes his documentary on a different Joe Rogan podcast. So that guy came on and pretty much destroyed all the points he made and proved that everything he said was invalid and proved that his documentary is extremely valid, it is extremely accurate, it is, is extremely reliable, and he's a very knowledgeable and resourceful and used, used a lot of resources in his research. And he said he read like a thousand articles without exaggeration just to make the documentary. And he read thousands and thousands of hours. He put thousands and thousands of hours into the documentary reading different articles and the consensus the scientific consensus was that plant-based is the best now if we jump on to the documentary i listened to not the documentary the interview the podcast i listened to today he didn't say the exact opposite but to the average person who's viewing who's listening to it the average person that might not be that into health as much as I am at least, might perceive that the person that made the vegan documentary and the person listening to today who's encouraging the carnivore diet, so the person who is one hundred who's for who's a strong pro vegan and the person who's strongly pro carnivore, most people who listen to those two podcasts will assume that they have completely different beliefs and they'll just be even more confused about what to eat, what is healthy and what is the best way to approach diet. But to me, when I listened to both podcasts, it did both of them change my perspective a little bit and I was feeling like I was um, swaying back and forth. I feel like I was in the middle and both of them and I have a rope um, tied to me on either side, and both of them are, are pulling me apart. So I'm being swayed towards all plant and all carnivore. So I'm being swayed back and forth with what they, say, what they are saying. And both of them made a lot of interesting points. However, if you listen carefully, and if you really analyze the underlying things they are saying, again, 90% of what they are saying is pretty much the same. They do have consensus on 90% of what they um, of what is healthy eating and what is unhealthy eating. Now it might not sound like 90% because you will have to dig deep, you have to pass the superficial, you have to pass the advertisement. Because yes, even though the researchers, even though both people are extremely smart, they didn't they do need to market themselves a certain way. They do need to present themselves as an expert or I don't even want to say they lean into a certain side, but the facts that they're presenting, and even though they might be presenting all facts, but the facts that they are presenting, they are the most shocking or most bold 
uh, bold statements so that it is most interesting for the interviewer and they want to sort of impress Joe Rogan with the newest facts or the most cutting edge information that they have. But I do believe deep down, if I were to, I wish um, those two sat in a room and had a conversation because the person that the vegan, the pro-vegan documentary debated was a person who did know that much, honestly. And he didn't have, have his facts together at all. So I wish um, Joe Rogan were to take two people who are experts, little experts, scientific researchers who devote their lives to basically opposite diets and proving why that is the best. So yeah, I wish that was the debate, but it isn't. But still, listening to those, I feel like if they're in the same room, deep down, they do believe 9% of the same of the same health health, health acts. I do believe 90% of um, their beliefs would be in agreement. And the reason why I say that is it might not sound like it at first, but if you really dig deep, if you really listen to the underlying thing of what they're saying, basically they're both saying that the majority of Americans are eating trash, they're eating junk food, definitely avoid sugars, definitely avoid processed foods, exercise often, drink lots of water, sleep for a good amount, like eight hours of um, deep sleep. And those statements alone, they'll change your mind. So if you are confused about what to eat, if you follow the following things, if you drink lots of water, if you get eight hours of sleep, if you exercise often, if you stick to mostly whole foods, so foods in the most natural state, now foods in the most natural state and avoid um, processed foods, you should be fine. Now, foods in the most natural state or foods that are not processed can be, instead of eating like a burger or meat that is made in a factory, eating grass-fed meat is way better. Or on the plant side, instead of eating like vegetable oil or a better example is instead of eating um, for plants, like instead of like eating broccoli that is still fried with oil, just eating oil, broccoli that is steamed, that would be healthier. Even though both sides might disagree on what foods the average person should consume on a daily basis, I do believe that if they were to sit down in a room and the vegetarian was was asked, hey, if that if a person eats grass-fed, organic, free-range chicken, do you really think that is that unhealthy? And if it's being reasonable, he'll probably say, no, it's probably not that unhealthy. He might say it's not the best choice, but he might. I do believe he, if he's being reasonable, he'll, he will agree that, okay, it's not an awful choice, especially compared to what most people eat. Or if the carnivore 
person that is that I listen to today, if he, if somebody were to ask him, do you believe a salad, um, like tomatoes, lettuce, olives, just a salad, do, do you believe that is a decent meal? He might say, well, it's not the most nutritious meal. It actually has bullion in nutrients. You will get way more nutrients by eating liver. But I still do believe that he'll be like, okay, it's definitely not that. It is definitely not unhealthy. It is a healthy meal in general. It might not be the best, but it is a good meal. The entire point I'm trying to make is that even if you listen to people who have complete polar opposite sides, and this relates basically to the election, even if you listen to somebody who's extremely conservative, extremely liberal, listen to people who are, have extremely opposite sides, on the superficial level, if you don't really get to know them deep, if you don't listen to them talk for hours and hours, if you don't know them well, it may sound like two people have completely opposing views, completely opposing beliefs on anything, and they would never agree on anything. But I do believe, whether it's the election, whether it's a carnival versus vegan, whether it's basically anything that people disagree on, there's a huge amount of commonality that is not discussed and not emphasized. If that, if those commonalities were emphasized, I certainly believe that the quote-unquote argument or the discussion will take a larger meaning, more valuable information would be able to come out of it. A second thing I want to say is that I do not believe that having a disagreement is a bad thing at all. Disagreeing is good in many ways because both sides can learn from it. Now, unfortunately, when people disagree on television or sometimes even in real life, sadly, they keep interrupting people Somebody says their thought, and before the person is able to finish, the person who's supposed to be listening is cutting them off, telling them their point of view, their perspective. And both people are talking over each other. Instead, even a disagreement, whether it's political election or whether it's what diet to eat, we listen to that person's point of view. And if you let them talk and you listen carefully, and you kind of go past, go through the superficial, like the main label, the main argument that they're presenting deep down. I do believe most people have the same core values. People have the same core beliefs of what is healthy and what is best to optimize human health, what is best to optimize human well-being, both in health and in political parties. Deep down, you're all humans, we're all the same, we're way more alike than than like different. Listen, the reason why TV is so polarized and Joe Rogan interviews people who have completely different perspective is because it gets views. It is interesting. If a person like me were to go 
of them say, hey, you know, no extreme is good. Just eat, eat generally healthy, you'll be good. Just if you focus on drinking plenty of water, getting a good amount of sleep, exercising, avoiding sugar, if you focus on things that everybody knows and everybody agrees on, then you'll be fine. There's no shock in it. There's no spice. It's pretty bland. It's not interesting. It doesn't really spark curiosity. You don't really learn anything new. And I'm not against different perspectives at all. I'm not against being shocked and going through life to a completely different way and handling a situation or thinking about anything in a completely different way. However, know that just most people regarding political views, regarding health, regarding anything, deep down all want the same thing, deep down we are extremely similar. Yeah, that's all I wanted to say today. All right, that's all. Peace.